everyone, and welcome back to Can't Hardly Wait Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1998 graduation party classic Can't Hardly Wait, one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And we're at minute 52, which begins with Preston saying, you have no idea how long, and going through uh, the angel saying, no, wait, I'm sorry, I... Great. <sighs> so in this minute, we learn that it is 2 a.m. Right. Okay. So she, I, I, have, I have questions about this whole setting that the angel establishes. Okay. So she sure. says she was at a 40-person bachelor party where the groom threw up on her. Sure, yes. 40-person bachelor party? That seems like a lot, right? Yes. The okay. So my bachelorette party was like... Six of us? Yeah, that's about what Maybe? my what my bachelor camp out and watch movies thing was. I mean, I've been to bachelorette parties that are larger than that, but I feel like, you know, 15 is tops. Yeah, 40 seems... And it could be that she's exaggerating to make a point, because it doesn't sound it as cool if be. you're like, I was at a 10-person bachelor party. No, wait, come back. Um, yeah. 40 sounds... Now... So- it it could be, I mean, like, I've definitely been to weddings where there are, like, 10 attendants on both the bride's side right. and the groom's side. Right. So right. if you factor in, okay, well, this is the groom's, like, 10 best friends, and then right. what if they have siblings and cousins, and, right. like, I can see 40 is a, like, that's just a lot. It is a lot. But I guess I can see if... I don't know, especially yeah. if it's an older bachelor, right. like, like instead of being like, I mean, you know, like we got married in our early to mid twenties, right? But if this was somebody who was like in his mid thirties to mid forties, maybe it's someone right. who has a ver- like, maybe there's coworkers involved, yeah. Maybe there's, you know, the, the, the fiance has married friends whose husbands have become right the groom's friends i guess i you're right I can it does sound like a, a world you're right <laughs> yes no yeah i can see a world where you could get up to 40 people yeah but it sounds like an absolute like 40 person bachelor or 40 person bachelor party is all i needed from her to be like yeah no you're right you definitely win <laughs> yeah Honestly, bachelor party is all I needed to be like, no, yeah, no, you win. <laughs> yeah, even if it was just like there were four people watching the Tom Hanks movie bachelor party, it's still like, yeah, that was probably, yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, from a perspective of, of, of a groom, though, uh, if I had to combine even f- the top 40 friends in my life, I would hate it so much. It would be Well, too, yeah, you don't much. like mixing groups. <laughs> no, I really, really don't. <laughs> I'm right. trying to think if I even have 40 people that, like, if I were going to have a bachelorette party yeah. at this point in my life, could I invite 40 people without, like, scraping the bottom of the barrel and inviting, like, my mom? Right. And I, not that scraping the bottom, not that inviting my mom to a party is scraping the bottom of the barrel. I love my mother. Right. But I don't want her at my bachelorette party. Right. And the only way I might be able to get to 40 friends yeah. is if I also include my mom. Yeah. And- and maybe your mom. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like. <laughs> that is an option. That is for sure an option. She is extant. Um, uh, and, and if we have to get going to, to coworkers and we're doing stripper stuff, I'm 
I'm just straight up out. Just like I'm out of that. No thing. Yes, but but again, there's there's a world where maybe they're like you know they went into business with their college friends. Right. It's like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Yeah, and so the coworkers are like, you know what? I I just I mentioned college friends. If this was a bachelor who was in a fraternity, then there's Mm, your forty people. There you go. Yep. There you go. Ugh. Also, I feel like that explains a lot about just having been to some fraternity parties. Yeah. I feel like that explains a lot about the um, the groom puking mm-hmm. and the uh, existence of a stripper angel right. at the party. Right. Um, yeah. So I think I just re-headcanoned yep. this into the groom is 23 or 24 years old and had everyone who was in his fraternity at the time, like during the four years that he was at college is at this party. You know what my headcanon is? Yes. No, Trip Mc- I Trip don't. McNeely was at that bachelor party. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so my second <laughs> my second question is, so it's it's past 2 a.m. because she broke down, her car broke down at 2. So sure. it's, okay. it's, let's say 2.30. Okay. When is Barry Manilow's birthday? Is it today? When they have Barry Manilow on the phone and presumably Preston was listening to the radio? Or did they start the Barry Manilow, their Barry Man- Mandy-thon early? What? Like, because they heard Mandy yeah. not after midnight. So were they yeah. just playing it as like a preview? <laughs> like when... <laughs> Can't... Is it possible that his his birthday was the day of graduation? Okay. But they had to continue the Barry Manilow-a-thon until they were able to get him on the phone to talk to people in the wee hours of the American morning. I, I, I that's, that's fine with me. I, I think that I probably would have written it, today is Barry Manilow's birthday, so all weekend long we're going to, or for, you know, for the next three days we're going to be celebrating, you know, whatever. Yes, that Just, makes sense. Because it's like, wait, <laughs> and you know, and like, you know, is it his birthday in Japan? Maybe it's his birthday in Japan. Well, yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So that I was like, wait, that doesn't hold on. What? What? <laughs> it doesn't quite. What time do you think Preston et al. arrived at the party? It was dark out already, right? Yeah. And so it's and it's it's pre summer solstice, yeah. So it's yeah. I mean, ten thirty, eleven. Okay, man. Yeah. Do you remember when like getting ready to like? Do you remember being at a point in your life where ten thirty, eleven p.m. You were like, yeah, all right, let's go out, even if it was just like to McDonald's or whatever. I'm sp- being mm. as a as opposed I'm- to being like, yeah, no, I'm like awake, but I'm not leaving the house. Like I'm, I'm good. <laughs> the other night at, at like eleven, I went out and got a McFlurry, and it was great. Oh, okay. It was great. Okay. I'm well. not. I either. I think my answer to that is either I was never that, or I'm still sort of that. Sound like okay, a stereotypical drunk uncle. I'm still sort of that. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, I. But I. Yeah. I. I totally remember when every. What I miss is that everyone was doing that, and like you yeah. would run into people at at eleven. And start your evening with other people. Now that was something that I miss right. very much. 
Yeah, where I'm sitting here and I'm like, well, it's 9.32 right now and I'm already sleepy and like I am in my pajamas, have washed my face. I am ready for bed (laughs) because I am, as the cool kids say, an old. (laughs) Right, right. And don't get me wrong, I'm certainly dozing at like 4.45 or whatever. But Oh, uh... for sure. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So then, um, she, so then she has talked about how she was at a bachelor party and she got puked on. So then he says, "You're a stripper," and I'm a dancer. Exactly. So I have a question about that. Okay. Actually, two two questions, three questions really. Okay. Okay. Is this pride in the face of his obvious judgment, or is she actually a dancer, like maybe a topless dancer? I would say possibly both. Okay. Um, I think that if her entire job at this party was just to take her clothes off, then honestly, she seems like the type who would admit to being a stripper if that was what she did. But I I think that she probably, my, my headcanon for her is that she had trained as a dancer. Like she probably has like a classical dance background and has found herself working like maybe she was in college and was dance you know like dancing at bachelor at dancing at bachelor parties to put herself through school and she was like i'm making way more money doing this right than i would doing graphic design or whatever exactly. she was studying right. so i'm just Quantum gonna physics. keep doing yeah <laughs> yeah there's a lot more money in bachelor party dancing than there is in quantum physics let me tell you that is that is almost certainly true. <laughs> so, yeah, it's possible that she has a background in dance. Yeah. And so she's like, "No. I'm I don't just take my clothes off. Like I right. I am a skilled dancer." Right. Who takes her clothes off? Like do you, Okay. So, I guess my I guess the the and I I agree with all of that. That sounds that sounds I mean, I, I frankly want an angel backstory prequel. Yeah. Like, that'd be fine. Um, but I guess I guess what I was getting, what I was confused about was, is there a, dis- I mean, I guess there is a distinction with how much you take your clothes off. Um, sure. But, like, I mean, because, like, if she's like, I'm a dancer, that's sort of judgy on her about strippers. Yes. Unless she, ha- unless that's what she's telling herself all the time. I'm not a stripper, I'm That's, a dancer. I'm not a stripper, I'm a dancer. That's sort of what you're saying. Yeah. I yeah. mean, now it's possible that maybe she takes off the robe. Yeah. But keeps on the gold bikini. That's Although what I, was I don't thinking. know yeah. how she would get the robe off and keep the wings on. Right. So she would have to dismantle the whole costume. So maybe that's it. Maybe she does not disrobe. Yeah. Um, we... Maybe I'm putting too much thought into her nope. costuming. Nope. Um, <laughs> but I wonder maybe if she has also... actual wings. That's possible. There, I, <laughs> I wonder if there is an actual distinction in like the the stripper dancer, like stripper exotic dancer world between those who work bachelor parties and those who work clubs. Right. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, but if I you would work think, in a strip club. But I would think that if you are on stage at a club you would consider like you know like performing on the pole i would think that would categorize you more as a dancer than if you work bachelor parties 
Right. Where there's probably, it's probably more about the kind of up close and sensual and not like the performance on stage element. It's also possible she works for a strip club and also does private parties. So maybe she considers herself a dancer because she is a stage performer. Right. But this just happened to be one of her side gigs. Right. Yeah, I, yeah, that, I mean, that could very well be. I mean, we don't get, frankly, we don't get enough uh, of her backstory that, as I would like, even though we get a substantial amount of her backstory. Yes, yes. Yeah, well, and then, so what's funny is after she tells him very derisively, like, I'm a dancer. Yeah. He counters with an angel stripper. Right. And she's like, oh, I'm the weirdo. You're the one calling Barry Manilow from a payphone at 2 a.m. Hey, you know what? What? Um, uh, that is, I wonder how intentional that is um, to uh, Breakfast Club. You wear tights? We wear the required uniform. So tights. Between, oh, uh, interesting. In, there was in also the a Barry Manilow reference in that movie. Yeah. Does Barry Manilow know you raid his wardrobe? Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, I looked up on Quora. What's the difference? So I found a thing that says, what's the difference between a burlesque dancer, stripper, and exotic dancer? Oh, okay. So you're going to answer our, answer the question I posited earlier. Kind of. So we didn't oh. say burlesque dancer. Um, I saw something down here that says burlesque dancers are like John Waters and strippers are like Howard Stern, where it's like there's an art and sort of a campiness to the burlesque. And yes. there's basically no irony whatsoever it's just yeah. about sex so okay but the top answer has 69 uh, uh, this author has 69 answers so she nice. is for sure an authority um so okay it says a burlesque dancer is a scantily clad provocatively dancing female accompanied by slapstick comedy humor short entertaining and humorous skits and strip tease of course um strip tease of course is the um tease part is is crucial because someone down here says a burlesque dancer would never get take off their clothes like and get fully naked but i you know sort of like feather dancing and sort of like oh but you know actually yeah i'm pretty yeah i'm pretty sure burlesque dancers are always the relevant bits are always covered correct yeah like there's there's pasties on the nipples there's like you never right. see full you never right. see actual nudity you just right. get implied nudity right i the, the it's where the word titillated come from comes from i'm absolutely sure um of course uh, so then it says a stripper is someone who undresses to provide erotic pleasure to others by strip teasing and dancing very provocatively to music, which is the, uh, I think, least sexy way you can possibly say that. And then yep. uh, it says an exotic dancer, exotic dancer, not an exotic dentures, which is something else. Um, <laughs> that's something else. Yeah, that's something completely else. Uh, dentures made of hummus. All right. So um, it Ew. says it's pretty. What? It's so gross. I'm because so, they're exotic. <laughs> um, okay. So is hummus it's, exotic? <laughs> I don't know. It's I guess. certainly not dentures material. <laughs> no, it's, it, well, I mean, it's, it, unless it gets really hard, maybe. All right. Well, so speaking of things getting really get hard, back to exotic talking about dancer. strippers. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so uh, it says it's pretty much a euphemism for a stripper, although uh, the stripper can sometimes perform an exotic dance like belly dancing. Um, so, like, actually, this person's point is different than I thought it was, which is you can be a stripper that does exotic dancing. But my 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 counterpoint would be okay. But you can do be an exotic dancer and not take off your clothes. Like my friend Greer is a belly dancer, and she doesn't take off her clothes. She just does belly dancing. Yeah. So like that. Yeah. So anyways, but I think that the the I, everyone seems to be pretty much on the consensus that um, 
that the exotic dancer is uh is just you know stripper light um yeah yeah so anyways i i get yeah i guess i feel like exotic dancer has more of there is more of an art form to it than yeah. like it it's not i don't know not to say that lap dancing or whatever isn't doesn't require skill sure but i feel like exotic dancing entails a particular style mm-hmm. either, whether it's belly dancing or pole dancing it's right. it, it's like a specific type of dancing as opposed right. to just gyrating and doing your best to turn the person the other person on right right um yeah yeah so okay well my, I mean, my headcanon for her is still that she has a, a classical dance background Absolutely. and Absolutely. realized that this is a better way to make a living. Absolutely. Yeah. And good for her. Um, yeah. Honestly. I mean, yeah. Way, way, way to be an industrious entrepreneur, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, so she says, oh, I'm the weirdo, like you said. And, and he's like, you're right. I'm a total loser. And I wrote, ugh, is it me or is yeah. Preston even more of a whiny entitled teen than usual? Yep. And you know, in whiny and entitled teen, teen is the key word there. We, it's hard to remember, but Preston is a teenager. Yeah. yeah. He is not, like, he doesn't have a fully developed right. brain or, yeah. like, emotional whatever. So, yeah. yeah, like, a lot of his irritating, like, oh, my God, Preston, just stop. It's just yeah. because he's a kid. Yeah. He's I mean, it's also because he kind of, exactly. Um, it's also because Preston just kind of sucks. But yeah. part of the reason that Preston sucks is because he's a child. I mean, it's it's crucial what happens in the next, like, five years of his life. Because there are some yeah. people that were whiny entitled teens and turned into whiny entitled adults. Yes. And then there were some people that were whiny entitled teens that realized that sucks and stopped it. And now they're fine. Yeah, I feel like Preston once... So right now, at this point in his life, Preston has a very limited worldview. Mm-hmm. I think, like, I mean, he's had... He has been pining away for the same girl since freshman year. <laughs> I really a one-person worldview. Exactly. I think that <laughs> once he gets to college and realizes that there is more out there than Huntington, West Virginia... Or than Hunt... Not West Virginia. Huntington, Pennsylvania... Right, right, um, yeah. I, Cal- Calivania. Um, right. He, he's gonna, I <laughs> think, I think Preston's, live. exactly. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think Preston's gonna turn out okay in the end. Yeah, yeah. I think absolutely. that right now, it's just that he doesn't have the experience to have a fully developed personality and worldview. Yeah. But I think that he will get there. I hope I, that I he hope will so. get there. Yeah. Now, do I think that Preston will always be a little bit boring and suck just a little bit? Sure. I mean, but frankly, I think he's going to outgrow the teen part of that. I agree. I agree completely. I think that um it would be helpful to Preston to date more than one person. Yes. Um, but we'll I have mean, to he see won- if that... he won't. Like he you won't. can just you right. can just tell from what we know of him yeah. that he is not going to he will marry the first or second person that he dates. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um. So 
then he lays a guilt trip on her as only teenagers can do. Yeah. Um, and I wrote, God, Preston is so selfish, LOL. Because, like, ugh, he is just laying it on so thick. And you're right. It's because he's a teen. But it's also, like, it sucks. Yeah. And then um, I do was listening. Do you think he's to... trying to lay a guilt trip on her? No. Yeah. I don't think he is. I don't think, I think, he's, that... I don't think he cares about anyone and how they react to him at all. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, then I, I was listening to um, Spotify and this... Uh, this song came on by this Australian singer named Courtney Barnett. Um, and the song is about uh, moving house and like the house that you're looking at is fine and like whatever, but like the town looks really boring or whatever. Um, uh-huh. The song is called it because this is a based, it's a play on the words of the name of the town. Um, but the song is called Depreston. <laughs> um, and I was listening to that after having just taken these notes and I was like, all right, I'm going to write that down real quick. Yeah. That is a perfect description. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, that is my last note, though. Uh, I hate it. I hate this is maybe my least. I, we talked about like we talked yesterday about how like there are um, we, we were sort of searching around for like good Preston moments. This is for sure at least top three worst Preston moments. Yeah. I hate yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny because all of these I'm going to say this whole scene with the angel, even though it's broken up by Mm -hmm. other things but this entire time between preston and the angel is one of my favorite parts of the movie because of the angel oh and it's also one of my least favorite parts because god preston just really sucks he really really does and i mean like i do feel like this is a watershed moment uh to recall a a ninth grade english term for him um and i think i i think i can actually pinpoint when it happens but it's not until uh thursday or friday yeah um which it's a funny thing to to have it happen at that point, but um, yeah. So for now, uh, the adult is being is is feeling guilty about uh, having made the child sad and so relatable. Yeah. Um, but uh, that is all I had for this minute. Yes. All right. Well, you want to give us some social media then? Let's. Yeah. Let me give you some social media. Um, I'm gonna do it as uh, a a Calavania vampire surfer. Let's hang oh. 10, my dudes. No, I'm joking. Fun. I'm not going to do that. Um, yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> and I'm sure <laughs> our listeners do as well. You know, Keanu Reeves played both a surfer and uh, the guy that hunted Dracula. And so he would be the fir- the perfect person to contend against um, vampire surfers. Anyways. You know, um, I feel like California or I feel like vampire surfer dude is kind of Keanu Reeves's whole everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. just Keanu Reeves as a person. Wait, kind Aaron, of... Aaron. Uh-huh. Fang 10. We have social media. <laughs> <laughs> we have so... I'm so proud of that. I just really... I can't... I can't... Um, I can't even express it. Uh, we have social media. We are on Twitter at JE underscore Minute Movies. Aaron's in her glass case of emotion again. Um... <laughs> I am on Twitter at Unabashed James. I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. We are part of the Scavengers Network, which is home to many great shows. Um, one of which is, I'm just going to say it, Alabaster's Haberdashery. I know we talk about it all the time. It just continues to be it's just a delight. Really, really great. It's it's little bite-sized little morsels of weird Was that comedy. intentional? I, it wasn't. It wasn't. Okay. But it kind of sucks when that kind of thing happens. But 
We have a lot at stake here, so I guess um, I guess got to roll with it. Um, <coughs> oh no, I've killed her. Sorry for coffin. Coffin. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. Um, so also, um, that's it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So go listen to shows on the Scavengers <laughs> Network. It's good. I just am really happy with Fang Ten, and um, you know what's what's interesting about Surfer Vampires is that uh, they um, have to surf at night, um, and time really flies when you're surfing at night, um, because as we know, time is honeys. <sighs> Go hot dogs. <laughs> The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.